Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Gnarly Munchies. So I'm, I'm, I'm like going back to back time right now. There's a, there's like an influx of, of guests coming, and it's exciting. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy this episode. I like to give a huge shout out to freaking um Skate for Changes. Huge shout out to We Unfuck the World, and a shout out to Live and Enjoy Movement. Yo, thank you guys for the support. Um, hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I really love doing this. Hope you enjoy the guests and let's get into this episode. Like of my like personal self. I mean, I put my personal self in like all my music, but like dive like even deeper, you know what I mean? Into like, like more feeling shit. But I didn't, I didn't want to just finish off the album like of just like some, like some because some of the songs get, like, kind of, like, not, like, a sad tone, but, like, they get, like, a little darker. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to finish it off dark, and so, like, that's why I was, like, I wanted it to kind of be, like, there's, like, beauty and light in and through the darkness. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I tried to keep that slope of the album. That's why I finished it off on, like, a lighter tone, you know? Yeah. And I am now recording. I've been recording for that whole thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that part. <laughs> like, slipping in real quick, like, all right, here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like uh, kind of like, um, so there's, like, little tips and tricks I learned from psychology and, like, how to how to transition a conversation and and just practice, too, because it's not, it's not something that you, like, can do off rip. Like, that's some shit you have to put into practice and everything. But, I mean, you don't... If you use it for good, it's it's not manipulating and, and taking advantage of people. Just molding how the conversation goes and make sure it stays positive in a sense, depending on what direction you want to take it, you know? Yeah, I, I feel that, dude. It's like, it's like I can freestyle off the dome, but, like, doing a podcast off the dome, like, I, I feel like... <laughs> So much research that goes into it, and then also like, yeah, obviously like knowing about psychology and how to like steer a conversation, like letting it go a little off track to keep it natural, but also keeping like the direction yeah. going the same on it. Yeah, it's kind of it's a it's a game you play. Um, but anyway, yep. introduce yourself, dude. Like, tell people who you are. Uh, so my name is Tim. Uh, people call me Timmy B. I am a skateboarder, longboarder. I ride for Faceplant Board Riders. I'm a skateboarding instructor, and I'm also a musician. I play guitar, uh, sing, and I also uh, rap as well and freestyle. Nice, nice. How did you get into um, skateboarding, man? What what led to this moment of from Little Tim to Big Tim being on Faceplant to doing music and everything? Whew, you're you're bringing it all the way back. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> go from the, like, just go from the beginning, the middle, the end, and just like give people a little perspective of who's you. All right. So uh, when I was like, I have an older sister who's about five years older than me. Wow. So yeah. So when I was uh, when I was younger, I was like that annoying little brother always wanted to be around like my older sister and like her friends, like all the kids in the neighborhood, you know? Um, 
and they were all skateboarding. I was about like, yeah, I was about like four or five at the time. And they were all skateboarding all the time in the neighborhood. And I would always annoy them like, hey, hey let me try your board. Like, can I try? Can I try? Right. And then they, uh, they eventually just uh, told my mom and like my parents like, hey, like, you should get him a skateboard. But he seems like into it. And uh, obviously at first I had like a, it was like, it was the class, like a Toys R Us, like rocket power graphic. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cause I, I loved rocket power. I was watching that. Yeah. I got like a Toys R Us rocket power board. Nice. Just started like messing around in front of my, literally in front of my house, like right in my driveway. And, uh, and then, yeah, I started like wanting to go to skate parks and like, being able to ride and turn and then eventually my parents got me a uh world industries with the uh wet willy and the flame boy graphic so uh, what that's crazy what you and mark anthony world industry boards over oh, huh i gotta remember the story like to your like your teammate and you their first boards were world industries that's nuts I didn't. I didn't even know that. I didn't know yeah, that Mark's board. There's a part where they talk about their first, like their first setups, and and they go, "It's the world industry." I think it was Mark Anthony or Gordy. I'm not quite sure. Or with, or yeah. it, it was so much going on in that conversation. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was crazy. There was, yeah, it was cool to hear like multiple people talking about it. But yeah, anyway. Um, I got the, yeah, I got a full, like, complete World Industries board. And then there was a skate park, like, two minutes from my house, the Highland Skate Park. Like, pretty, pretty crusty skate park, like, crusty East Coast Jersey Skate Park, classic metal ramps. Like, right. if you ate if you ate it, the ground would chew you up. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, I just, uh, I was probably about, like, six or seven years old when I, like, started going to skate parks and like trying to learn tricks like for the first few years i i'd go to the skate park like my dad would have me fully padded up like my dad would always take me to the skate park like right. and then uh yeah just from meeting kids at the skate park that would always be there i just started learning more and progressing and uh they would teach me stuff they were all like older than me i was like kind of like that young kid like just really trying to trying to learn and get better and uh, all all I wanted to do, dude, was like was skate. Like that, that's all I wanted to do. Once I once I learned how to like ride on a ramp, and I can like go back, just kick turns, dude. One eighty kick turns. I was like six, seven years old, going back and forth on a half pipe, just doing kick turns, even before I could drop in. And I was like, that's that's all I wanted to do. I was like, this. I want to learn this. I want to skate. I want to. Oh, I want to fly off that ramp. Like. Wow. So you started just, as a transition rider, pretty much. Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. It's just the skate park that I like grew up skating mainly. Like, it had a real. It, it's still there too. Uh, it had like a really uh, like a nice like tall half pipe. Like, so if you learned on that, like, it wasn't like a small mini ramp. Like, it was a pretty decent size, like six seven foot like half pipe. You know. So yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, it had like the skate park had like elements of everything. So I was just I was trying everything, but obviously like the half pipe at first, just because I can go back and forth in it. <laughs> it seems like 
I was like, all right, I'm figuring this out. <laughs> right? You felt real cool as a kid. You're like, you're rocking back and forth going, wee. Yeah, man. I know that that momentum as an adult now, like learning how to do like a different form of skateboarding is definitely is fun. Like just rocking on the half pipe, going back and forth. Once you get that kick turn in, you're like, oh, I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah. Go Continue, sir. Continue. Um, And so, uh, yeah, it's just all I wanted to do. So like uh, all through, uh, like all through elementary school, I would like bring my board to recess like as much as I could. Nice. Um. Yeah, like I, I, they, uh, I would just like wear my helmet and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I would just uh, skate literally every day. It just obsessed me. And from meeting kids at the park, like I would have kids to skate with. Right. And uh, and once I uh, once I was probably about, I'd say like nine to ten years old. I was like, I landed my first kickflip when I was ten nine or ten like around that time that's young dude that's freaking so, for a kid so once i once i uh once i landed the kickflip it was <laughs> it was full full pedal to the metal right there and then i uh had a group of homies that i was skating with from the park and then when I got to like middle school, I actually met a crew of kids that skated like me and my buddies were doing it. So I was skating with them all the time. And then actually another skate park got put in my town. So when that, when it, that skate park got put in my town, it was like every day me and my friends were there, like a crew of three or four of my friends. And we were just there every day. I was starting to like, I was starting to get all the basic tricks down. Like I was starting to like hit rails and stuff like that. Like and skating like more transition and stuff too. Like like growing up, I was like a street like transition skate park like skater. Nice. Um, and it it wasn't until the end of middle school, like I was in eighth grade. I was like thirteen, fourteen all my friends had gotten a longboard before I did. That's, I was, that's actually an interesting circumstance. Yeah. I was, uh, all my buddies got a longboard. It was like, it was like 10 of my homies, dude, like all would be skating like hills around my area. Um, and so they were all like, dude, you got to try it. Like you would love it. Like, cause it was funny. A bunch of them like went from street skating and parks and tricks to like just cruising, and so wow. it it was it went from like a couple homies at the skate park to like me just skating by myself, and then uh, eventually, like since every one of them had it, uh, I got a longboard. It was a uh, a Sector Nine like forty four inch long like surf shape with like go wings with these like half inch risers Hold on, and dude. uh I'm, I'm gonna have to start taking a tally of how many sector nine pintails did i get on this fucking podcast <laughs> dude like that's it was, yeah and then uh i uh pretty much from there tried to start like skating hills with them and at first like dude like 
I wasn't used, I was never used to like speed or anything like that. Like obviously like, I don't know, like skate park and like my like realm of like speed, how fast I would skate, like obviously wasn't too fast at all. Like I'm young and I'm just, you, you, you think it's fast when you're young. Right. Comparatively to what you're doing as an adult. At a, yeah. It's a total different speed and different like, yeah. feel. And then I tried, like, I would see them going down hills and I would like, and this was like, this was back 2010, 2011, like Ooh. just sending no helmet, no gloves, just Ooh. like bending it. And so at first, dude, like I couldn't even, the one hill they were all skating, they'd all just whip down it. Like I couldn't even make it halfway down the hill. Cause I was like, I was like, dude, you, this is, you guys are going so fast. Like, this is like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is crazy. Right. But then once they, they helped me out, I started to learn how to carve. And then obviously, uh, the let go video loaded, let go with, uh, Kyle Shin. Once I saw that video and I saw him skating down hills and like going around turns, sliding, I was immediate, like, I need to get a set of O-Tangs. I, <laughs> I need to get loaded slide gloves. I need to start learning how to slide and need to start learning how to do all this. And so I would watch, uh, I would watch all the loaded, like, trick tips. No doubt. And, uh, <laughs> I, dude, I put, I put yellow durians on that Sector 9 with the goal wings and the half-inch risers and started, like, doing Coleman's and shit. Nice. Very nice. And, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and then once I got to, like, once I got to high school, uh, that was, like, everybody wanted to go and do things, but I wasn't old enough to drive yet, like, so naturally, we all just skated around town like that. That's how I got around, dude. Like, my first job, I skated to work every day, like, mobbed. Uh, there's, like, a hill that we all used to do, literally, not even... It's literally a highway that's right by my house that I would have to take to work and we would just mob it in the bike lane. <laughs> shit. Holy yeah. shit. Nice. I mean, New Jersey's yeah. different. When it, like, if anybody's been in New Jersey and they've seen the roads in New Jersey and how there's no sidewalks in some parts of towns, like, there's literally only a bike lane and you have to go down that bike lane and it may be down a hill or it may not be down a hill. It's a fun ride. It must be a fun ride every morning, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be able to like. It was like across the street from my house where I worked, like just a grocery store. Like, I would, I would literally leave my house and make it to work in like two minutes, just like mobbing down this, mobbing down this highway, like in the shoulder. And I would, I would wait for their like, uh, I'd wait for the traffic light to be yellow and no cars. This way, I can like get the road to myself. But then. You look back, you see cars, you got to head into the bike lane. Like, yeah, dude, I, I, it was pretty, it was pretty <laughs> reckless. You doing one of these every two seconds to make sure nobody kills you? Like, all right, all right, I'm in the bike lane, yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, it, it, exactly, yeah, and it's like, I don't know, they don't, they don't know what the hell I'm doing. They're just like, what the hell is this kid like? Yeah. At the time, like, I was really like, I was, it trust me and my buddies were like kind of the only ones really doing it. And then uh, 
I started like progressing, learning slides, like uh, learning like pre-drifts and like heel sides. And then I learned like stand-up heels and toes when I was like, probably I'd say like 15, 16. I was like a sophomore in high school. Um, and so, yeah, like I just kept, I just kept getting like better with it, being able, it, it went to the point where like, I was the last one to get a longboard, but then I, but then I was the one everybody was like, yo, dude, you got to skate this hill. This hill's nuts. Like nobody skated this. Like none of us have like, gnarly. Uh, yeah. Like I, I, I was the only one. Uh, well, I was the only one out of like two or three of my friends who like at the time, like got slide gloves and like actively tried sliding. Got you, got you, got you. I mean, it's like the the process of learning how to slide is not, it's not gentle. Like for real, it's not. I mean, yeah, I, start, I started off with the sketchy like push up slide with like just your toes on the board, your heels not even on the board. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to like push out, just to just to push it out. Like yeah, I mean, you just, just shin on shin wood contact. You know, as as you're learning how to do this, like. <laughs> You make that mistake, it slips out. It's just, oh, man. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. I remember those good times. I mean, it's all worth it. Hands down, it's worth it. But the process, the, the going through that process of learning is just, ooh. Yeah, and I was like, I was kind of, I'm pretty, like, blessed, too, with where I'm at. Because my whole neighborhood, it's a circle loop that's, like, on a hill. And then I can walk this tr- trail that's probably like a minute through the woods and it gets me to like three of my local hills oh nice yeah so like one of them uh this one road was one where i can like do my slides and practice like stuff like that and then uh the other ones were just runs that you would just mob they were like regular like regular roads like that cars would be on that you just like you just mob like you just skate the speed limit you know what i mean right right right. so like so i had the places where i I can like learn how to skate like kind of down a hill and like tuck kind of and then uh and then i had the spots where i can be learning uh my slides and then yeah kind of kind of the same thing when i was like growing up it went from like a crew of 10 heads like mobbing hills every day to like probably two or three of my friends and then eventually just like me it, it's a weird poetry with skateboarding when you're coming up and like when you're really passionate about it you'll you'll <clears throat> you have a group of people that you start with and you'll slowly start and drop them off dropping off and you're just like damn damn that and, and eventually it's just you um but I mean, it's that separation of how dedicated one person was to something to versus how you were, and in the end, your passion does show through. Yeah, and, and like, and all my homies too were like, they were always supportive about it. Like, it got to the point where like they were like filming me. I eventually got like a camera, like a little Sony like handy cam, and uh, and yeah, started filming and like putting together like edits on. Uh, my first editing software I used was a Sony Vegas movie studio. Yo, so I, you went up there. You said, all right, I'm going to go buy the best top of that shit and make my thing go. Yeah, I got, I got it for I got it for Christmas one year. And uh, 
yeah, once I had once I had the camera and some editing software, like obviously they were just like homey edits and like it was all like preset text like animation. <laughs> I wasn't like customizing the animation or anything like that. I would just slap some clips together and like and yeah, no, I put out like a couple like couple edits like with my homies and like myself that like uh that were like I don't know, pretty pretty decent, like showed progression. Right. Uh, and then I got for Christmas, I got a loaded Tantian with Paris blue steel trucks, Otang stimulus with the nipples. I was full like Otang fanboy. Nice. Like, I mean, at, who, like, at some point in time, who wasn't an Otang fanboy? Who didn't have a set of Morangas in heat? Uh, what else they had? Freaking Kegels, Karamas. Nah. Yeah, yeah, dude, and like the, it was all the videos I was watching at the time, and like, um, just yeah, like I wanted. I've always like I've always wanted to like when I was skating hills, and then learned that you could slide, and then I saw like videos of people doing slide shoves, and then skating like longboards with like kicktails. I was like, oh. I've been doing tricks since I was little. <laughs> then I got a yeah, the loaded Tantian, it was like I was still mobbing on that thing even though it was like flexy as hell. Like I didn't know like I didn't know about like a downhill shape or like you know what I mean? Like I wasn't into like shapes. I was just like, "Oh, I see videos of this board being skated down a hill. I'm going to get that." And it had kicktails. So it works. I was so then I started learning like slide shoves, like little like uh little like foot plants and bonelesses, like and then doing those like into hills and also like shovets and like stuff like that, like fakey right. pins, like just like just stuff when you're younger, you know, that you can pull off and uh yeah, I started like that's how I would skate down hills. Like I would like some hills I would mob like in my neighborhood when like, you know, it was like my local spots that I could mob. And then I would like slide, do heel slides, like shoves and like try to do like tricks before like taking runs and stuff like that. So like, yeah, so I've always been like kind of, I don't know, once I learned how to slide and do like the technical sliding stuff, like I've always loved doing that and just like just bringing the street style like bringing my tricks like into it you know like right, i was right, like right. i can transition this to skating a longboard as well right right i'm i'm at that stage right now where i'm taking downhill to street and trying to bring it back and bring it all together and almost something else um because i've never really learn how to do street skating. I was more like I, my primary focus when I first got on the board was like, I'm going to learn how to go downhill. What's the steps I need to go through, you know? Yeah. it Yeah. It's like seeing how like different styles and how they come together, like, and then like being exposed to something completely new, dude, you're like, whoa, this is like, this is like completely different from right. like what, doing and you're like oh shit this is a whole new element now a whole new game right. and then you can put like and then you take all those elements and you put them together mash them together it just becomes this beautiful art like 
it really it's like I always call, <clears throat> I always call skateboarding like a martial art because there's so many different styles, so many different ways to do a technique, and it never like nobody's style is the same. Exactly. Not one person. It it's wild. Yeah, then you see someone do something like nice and steezy, and you're like, oh wait, like shit, I want to do that. Like seeing uh, seeing someone pop like a fat like backside flip or something, and I'm just like, damn, I want to do that. Like, <laughs> you know what's crazy? I remember this old quote from like the '90s skater. I don't remember the dude's name, but I was a kid and I heard it. It's like. Sometimes people win competitions with the easiest tricks, like just doing a kickflip off a fucking rail or some shit, or like a 50-50 into a kickflip. Like the easy, like the simple things and perfecting it and making it beautiful. Uh, there's a whole science to this shit. Uh, yeah. I so I like it, it goes deep, and I, don't, I barely understand it. I, like, it's wild. Style, style is huge, especially in competition. Like, yeah. You don't have to do the you don't have to do the craziest trick. If you got some style, you got some flow and steez and like everything just looks like it meshes, it's like Yeah, it's just like damn, like that yeah, that looks it looks awesome. That yeah. literally that's so sick on a board. Yeah, you're just like, okay, that was e like anybody could do it a kick like anybody can learn how to do a kickflip, but when you make a kickflip float in the air, it's like what? <laughs> Yeah, you learn you learn how to actually do it like properly and not just like flick in and kind of hope and you land on it. You kind of know how to like pop it up and bone it out and just yeah. like yeah, you, you develop your own style with it. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of people throughout <laughs> New York City. This one guy, Yoon, he was it like for some I don't know how the fuck he did it, but this guy looked like he was floating, like he'll ollie and he'll just float in the air for a second come down and he'll do like a, a shove float in the air for a second come down every move like even his kickflip it was like a slow rotation in the board i'm like how is the board moving that slow and you're still freaking doing a kickflip like it, it, it's magic that style that type of like precision and precise like i know exactly when to hit that the nose of the board to make it flick in that rotation hillside or kickflip or shove it's again an art yeah dude it, it's it's crazy it took me a while to get like nice ones like i, I oh i couldn't even count the number of kickflips i've done in my life but like it took me so long to get like ones that like once i would see other people doing kickflips so i'd be like all right i can do a kickflip but damn i want to do it like that <laughs> right like i want to i want to make it steezy you're off to the the methodical method of like mastering something or figuring out a way to make it look prettier Without yeah that, that weird jerk twitchy thing that, that people do you know how like when you land a trick and you're like oh like <laughs> just moving your arms oh. back and forth twisting <laughs> your back sideways <laughs> and then uh so yeah, like my, I was progressing a lot and like wasn't stopping, you know, I was like longboarding pretty much like every day. Um, I would, I would, I would mob my local hill on my longboard with my street deck in my hand because I'd be going down to the skate park. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell fucking and, yeah. And then on the way home, I would just hit the putt spot and do my slides because it was like right through the woods from my house so like it was 
I had like, even though like I didn't like, I wasn't driving. So like everything was very like close to me within five to 10 minutes, just like skating or walking distance. Right. It's, it's so almost I, like I, yeah, I had like a lot of like, I had a lot of elements to like really work with. Like I had a lot that really helped me progress. And yeah, I, um, when I was about 18 or 19, uh, like just like kind of graduating high school, I, uh, through a couple of my homies, I met, uh, you know, the dude Austin Manning. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 So I wasn't like skating that much at the time. Cause it was like, I was getting out of high school, starting to work. And then also like, I did go to college for a brief period of time, like just community college in my area. So like you start not having the time. The responsibility bug, the adulting bug, it comes, it comes to bite you in your ass when you don't expect it. Like I have to be a responsible adult now and, and give up my dreams. <laughs> yeah. So like, it was still like every time I was off or every time I had just time, like I was like, I was always like, just trying to like, it came to like, I had all the time in the world to like, okay, now I really got to make time for this. I got to make sure like, I want to, I want to make time for this. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't skating at that time. I wasn't skating with anybody. I was skating by myself. Like I, I, for years, dude, skated just by myself. Like, and then one day at the skate park, I see Austin and we had met before just from mutual friends. And he was like, Oh, yo, dude, what's up? Like, what's going on? And, uh, he was like, yo, dude, you like, you still skate hills? Like I heard you can skate hills. And I was like, yeah, dude, like I skate. And there's this, uh, there's this local spot. It's actually the hill that I would mob down to get to the skate park. It's called scenic. It's right along. It's like a little scenic route. Like it's right along like the water kind of like really nice view of the mm. water. You get it of uh, New York city. Mm. And uh, yeah, so we hopped in his car and he, uh, we drove to the top of this and we each like drove each other down. And then he was like, Oh yo dude, like you can skate hills, like start skating with me, dude. Like, I'm skating all the time. And like, I think at a time he wasn't skating with too many people either. Like, a, uh, like a good amount of his friends or whatever were, uh, I don't know. He wasn't skating with many people at the time. He was like, dude, like, I don't really have many people to skate with. Like everybody's doing this and that. Right. So me and him, me and him started skating all the time. And, uh, I eventually had gotten like a better setup like a better like double kick that you can actually skate hills with. I got some calibers. Nice. Sounds stable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like then I actually started learning how to like how to properly like initiate like drifts and like how to properly go down a hill, stay like stay in your lane, like how to keep yourself in your lane. More right. more control. Like a lot more control. Right. And at the time Austin was riding for wheelers which was a wheel company that rob wheeler had back in the day and austin was like dude i go to these skate events like you should come dude like you're like your slide shove shit like that like all that shit like he was just telling me he was like dude you i think you would love these skate events and you would do like good in them uh 
So the first event I ever went to was Ithaca, the Ithaca Slide Jam 2016. Classic. They need. I wish Original was still doing that, man. Dude, yeah, it was that Slide Jam, bro. Like, it, it, dude, it was so fun. And like, but it was like, I had just learned how to kind of skate down a hill. And that shit, this hill in 2016, at least for me, Bro, like, who, I, I was doing like, I was doing like a lot of glove down shit. And like, <laughs> then I saw people busting out like 40 foot stand ups. I'm like, God damn. Like, but they also had a street section too. Ah. Like, like a small little street section. So I would like do a couple slides and then skate into the street section. See? And like, mm. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Let me show you what you can do. <laughs> like, I was just, no, I, I mean, I was just hyped that they, like, that they had it, you know? Like, yeah. I was hyped that they street shit, and I was like, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, they're putting ramps on hills. Like, I cannot, like, not only can I go down a hill and do my slides, but, like, I can hit a ramp, too. Like, it just kind of, it brought everything together that I liked, I didn't it I didn't have to choose one or the other. Right. I was able to do both of the things. And uh and then after that, dude, once I got exposed to that, it was over, dude. I was just like, bro, when's the next event? When's the next event? Like just hook. So and then uh rip the Elwood in I think twenty seventeen. That's when I met you guys. I started to meet you guys 2017. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Anthony reminded me of that because I totally spaced on that. (laughs) I had so so much stress going on in my life at that time. So, you you and me both, dude, that was was a crazy time in my life. Like, I was, yeah, I was working and going to school like five days a week. Like, I would only. I would only be able to hit events on the weekends. Like I was skating in between class for like 30 minutes. Like any, any chance I got, dude, like I, ha- I had to, like not only because I, like I, I, I wanted to, and I was just like, Oh, this other stuff's taking up my time. I got to like skate, skate, skate. And, uh, yeah. So we went to rip the Elwood and we actually stayed at, uh, we stayed at Rob's house when when he lived on the East coast. And so that was my first time I met Rob and it was just sick. Like Austin rolls up just like, Oh, what's up dude? Like the face plant homies, you know what I mean? Like just that L like camaraderie. We all do this together for the same company. And they were, they were hosting a lot of events. Like, so we skate, we skate Elwood. And they had a, uh, they had like a quarter to a fat bank with a fat ass gap in between. It was, I don't know, probably like a six, seven foot gap. And so the same thing, dude, once I saw the ramps on the hill, I was like, I am hitting every single one. (laughs) And yeah, I, I went for that quarter to the bank. The first time I went for it, I landed to the bank, cleared it. But I got some mean wheel bite and just got ejected. Ooh. Like, got yeah, it, the whole dude, ev- all the spectators. That's all you heard. It's just every like it was one of those. Everybody was like, "Ooh!" I like I bashed my knee into the ground. I like tumbled, 
And uh, I was limping on the way back up to the top. And me and Austin had a cooler. So I sat down, grabbed a chunk of ice out of the cooler, put my like leg, elevated it on the cooler. I put some ice on my knee, let it chill for like 20 minutes, got up, like stretched, did a couple of like tricks, like a few ollies. I was like, all right, all right, feels better, feels better. <laughs> Bro, my, my next run, I got it, landed it, and rode nice. away. Nice. And like, and just like, as soon as I landed it, everybody was like, oh, like, like, I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, the feeling of like, not only coming back from that, but also like, here in the crowd, just like, go nuts over like, something oh. you do, and like, Dude, endorphins probably like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, like I like that feeling. Like I, I can't lie, dude. That feel that feels good as hell. Like to this day. And uh, dude, trust me, I, I understand, dude. It's an endorphin. <laughs> like it spikes that good feelings in the soul, bro. When you you got people that appreciate what you got, what you got going on. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it's like, and it's like, I was I I went years of skating by myself to like oh, wow, now there's, like, a whole, like, there's a whole, like, list of people skating in this contest, like. Right. And everybody's just cool, like, and everybody's just throwing down on one hill, and I was just like, this is this is where I need to be. This is where I, I want to be. Um, And so, yeah, like, I, uh, after that event, we went back to Rob's house, and uh, it was cool. Rob, like, gave me props. He was like, dude, like, that that ollie was sick bro like that was dope like and uh and yeah so me and austin uh uh we go we're back in like jersey now and uh i went from like knowing how to do my technical stuff and like all that and once i like once i started skating events like i gotta learn this i gotta learn this like i gotta learn this like right right I just started like going off trying to learn new things. And, uh, I was actually, I was skating to Austin's house cause Austin lives like skating distance from me. Well, back in the day it was skating distance, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's moved. Yeah. And, uh, I was skating to his house, dude. I was skating on a sidewalk and I actually almost got like, it was a sidewalk that intersected with the road. And this lady, like, kind of ran a stop sign. She didn't even, like, stop. Oh, God. Yeah, I had to jump out of the way. I dove out of the way, but my board took the brunt of it. And, yeah, so my board got messed up. Like, it didn't snap, but the layers, like, yeah, the layer, yeah, just separated, like, mean cracks, like, not skatable, you know? Right. And so... I, I was like, I was broke at the time. Like I didn't have money for a whole new setup, especially a nice downhill setup. Like, you know, yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. And so, uh, I actually hit up, I hit up Rob and I was like, yo man, like I really like the lard, uh, the lard, the double kick with like W, um, that we have. And, uh, that was like my first board that, I looked at and was like, oh, dude, this thing is like, it's everything I want. Like, it's got the W, be locked in for downhill slides. It's got right. fat, like, fat kicked 
tails, like bust out all my moves. And uh, I just I hit up Rob and I was like, yo, dude, like I'll send you some pictures and videos to help promote the board. Like any way I can get like a discount, like my board got ran over. I really like this one. Like I'm just like pretty broke. Like I like I hit, you know what I mean? Like, like, please, I don't know. <laughs> the sympathy were like, please yeah. come help me. Yeah, yeah talking <laughs> talking about it i'm like damn yeah i was that dude like kidding, like yeah but like, for your benefit the benefit of the doubt for people listening you actually earned that shit <laughs> you did think about it you actually earned it you gotta really think about it because you wasn't because you put in the work you put in the effort you you went to these events you, you skated your heart out that I just, yeah, I just loved it, dude. Like, like, yeah. And uh, Austin actually gave me one of his old boards as a temporary. Like, as soon as I told him, like, yo, my shit got ran over. Like, I, he gave me one of his old uh, decks and just, uh, I just set up a board and that was my temporary at the time. But I really wanted something that, like, my own that, like, resonated towards me. Right. And, yeah, Rob, Rob was, dude, cool as hell, like, to this day, like, appreciate the shit out of that guy, like, um, he gave me, like, I think he gave me, like, 25, 30% off the board. Nice, dude, that's a discount. Dude, yeah, and then, and then, dude, I, I was hyped, bro, like, I was so hyped. I got this board, dude, as soon as I got it, like... That's when, like, that's when I got an iPhone, like, so I was able to film, like, iPhone clips. I had, like, a better camera. Right. Um, so, dude, I just, like, like, I just stacked for, like, like, not even trying. Like, at the, I wasn't think about thinking about it at the time, like, oh, I'm stacking clips. Like, I was just, like, yo, all right, like, make sure I, like, just film, like, something when I go out and skate. Like, I was skating a lot. Um I ended up sending him like a bunch of photos and like I I put together like a two and a half minute edit with like with like uh some skate some skate park footage like on the board like hitting rails like down rails right um and that was the first I was like I think I was nineteen or twenty but I learned how to do like I would do like a toe side one eighty to like a fakey flip. Like, nice. yeah, that that was like one of the things where I was like, dude, it's like a slide to it. Took me, so, it took me so long to learn. Like, still like, a I, trick, though. Still like, a I, and it, it's still not consistent. It's still not, like, <laughs> you, yeah, the way you have to do it, you have to do it, land it, like, at, like, dismount from the slide, like, really precisely to be able to even, like, flick a fakey flip, like, and uh yeah and so i sent him that video i was like yeah dude you could use any of this like to promote sell the board like yeah whatever you want here it's all yours i wake up with a text the next day and from rob and it was like bro you're killing it on that board if you want a spot on the team you got it nice and i like i didn't like I wasn't thinking at the time of like, oh, get on a team, like, or like, oh, I want to get on, get on, get on. Like, 
I was just hyped that someone hooked me up with the board and like I had something that really like catered to my style. I was just like, I was just happy as fuck and just like sweet. I get to skate and like, I, I like know like this board is like me. Like right on. It, it shows completely shows my style. And, uh, yeah, dude, uh, I woke up to that text and I was like, I was like, whoa, like, like what? Like, this is crazy. Like, like I'm going to be part of like a team. Like what it, it was just, it, it wasn't. Yeah. At the time I was just like, what the, what the hell? This is crazy. Like, yeah. like couldn't kind of like, couldn't fathom it at first almost. And then, uh, and that's the thing too. Like it had, it's happened probably with so many skaters, like, especially like early 2000s, 90s street skaters, like some kid can get on a team, but like, no matter, I don't know, you could be, you could be the best, like a super gnarly skater, but like, if you're like weird or like a, like a dick or like, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, people want to skate with like people who are like cool and who they want to skate with. Like they don't want to yeah. just like skate with some weirdo just because he got tossed on the same team as you. Like, yeah. like I don't, I don't know. It was kind of like, I was like, it, it, it made me feel like I had like almost like something to prove, you know? And like, just to like, okay, I got to be like cool, but I also got to make sure I like throw down right. without without trying to seem like I'm trying to show everybody up. I'm just trying to be like, Hey, like I'm trying to show you, like, this is the reason why, like I'm here. Like, right. Like this spot is not wasted. It's not taken for granted. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, I want, like I want it to be seen as like, I'm putting in the work for it. Like I'm not just, I'm not just like moseying trying to just like, you know, just, just not like keep progressing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, is is there's quality and then there's quantity, you know, like work on your yes. work on that, and then it, it just comes together. Like it, <clears throat> most things that happen in the skate in this, I've noticed from skateboarding happens unexpectedly, unexpectedly, and it's because something, 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 and magic happens. It. Yeah, like I could really most times I tell people is like, dude, just keep working at it. Like if you quit, then you're gonna miss out on that opportunity. Yeah. And if you're de- and if you're focused on just getting sponsored too, or or having some type of fucking glory, you're not gonna like skaters see that shit. We see right through it, and eventually it just goes away. Like people want people are interested in people that mostly have fun i mean yeah competition is great it's it's fucking amazing but i've noticed is like when you're having fun a lot of people take notice and you do better honestly like you do a lot better because you're like ah fuck it i'll just try and see what happens yeah yeah but um yeah keep going go go ahead dude i'm just rolling the joint right now um after um after game uh, celebration for yeah. the podcast, <laughs> like and then bedtime. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So when I got on the team, my first event as a uh, team rider, 
was uh, the Bethlehem Slide Jam in 2000, uh, 2017. Okay. And yeah, it was, my, it was my first event as a pro rider. Uh, stayed at Rob's house. This is my first time like being on the team. The whole Faceplant crew was there. Like whole fa- whole Faceplant crew. I knew like I maybe have like talked to them briefly at like Rip the Elwood or something prior, but like pr- I-, I knew none of these dudes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you're meeting a whole new family for the first time. Dude, yeah, exactly. And I was just like at the time, dude, like at the time I was like very like not confident still figuring out figuring out like who i am like right what so you know what i mean like no, i was absolutely. real i was worried about like shit like i don't want them to think i'm weirdo i hope they think i'm like chill and like actually want to skate with me like you know like it's just right. like those things like meeting a new crew right 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 like i hope everything works out yeah exactly exactly yeah so uh i meet the whole team and uh, the next day, uh, I stayed there overnight. And then the morning, we had the event, uh, the Bethlehem Slide Jam. And I actually ended up taking uh, second place nice. in in two of the events, in the Slide Jam and in the Border Cross. Mm. Yeah, and it was it was my first event as like a team rider. And yeah, like when I, I like showed up and it was my first event on the team and I was like, all right, like I'm, I'm going to show why, like you said, why my, this spot is not being wasted. Like I'm going to, I'm making sure like, you know, why you gave me a spot on the team. Like, but that was also my first time of like, I felt pressure to like kind of perform. I got what you're saying. You know, yeah. So it was that pressure's hard, man. Like my first, my first, yeah, my first few skate events, dude. Like, and I wasn't. People didn't know me as like Timmy B at the time. Everybody just called me Tim, and so like Rob would like announce my name. Like, all right, next up we got like Tim Brooks, and it's all eyes on you, and you're by yourself. And like, (laughs) dude, like I would get at first couple events, I'd get like really bad shaky legs, like. At first, dude, I would I would get so nervous, like so nervous. But as soon as you pop the first couple tricks and do your first couple moves, like it would all kind of like dissipate. You know what I mean? You'd be yeah. doing your thing, so then absolutely, then you, then you'd be in it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Things just uh, worked out really, really good that day, and I ended up winning. I ended up winning a big sexy. Mm. A set of trucks, a set of wheels, I think, or me. Oh, uh, I I can't remember a set of wheels or something else. Some good time like, ago, man. Almost, almost a full setup. Almost a full setup, and I want, and I got like two shirts or something like that. Nice. And dude, like, just seeing that side of like, oh wow, I what I would spend my money on, I just got it for actually doing it yeah yeah like you know you know what i mean like it's what's hilarious is when i first went to rob's house on the east coast he had the board shop in his house 
And so his whole like basement had the whole workshop and I saw the big sexy and I was like, dude, how much is that? I'll buy it right now. He's like, yo, that's actually one of the prizes. Like, hold off. Like, wow. you might. Talk about universe effects, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he told me. He was like, dude, don't buy it yet. Hold off. It's one of the prizes. Like, I think you have a good chance tomorrow. Just just skate hard. You might win that. As soon as I as I got told, like, once I, uh, once I got second that I could pick out a board, <laughs> I, grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed that big sexy and it was mad funny we got back to like rob's house later and like it was like dude you know what i mean see like and and then yeah we we ended up chilling with like the face plant home i ended up chilling with the face plant homies and like just spending time with them at rob's house like in his backyard like really getting to talk to people and getting to know people and like yeah started just developing the relationships with those guys and becoming real close with those guys like like now they're now they're like literally my second family like i love and appreciate all those guys like right it, do i need them you know what i mean they're li- literally like my family like right on dude right on right on um and nah go ahead i was gonna we're gonna move on to another like the different subject with music dude like music Cause I used to do, uh, I used to rap, I used to battle rap, I used to make songs and all this other stuff. Like, uh, how did you, like, how did you get into the whole music side of things, man? When did you start rapping? Like, what was the vibe behind that? Like, as a skateboarder, to be a musician too. So, also at about like uh, probably the same time I started street uh, street skateboarding. Oh wow! I, I was like. I started like playing guitar first because I'd be in the car with my parents and like, like the earliest thing that I could remember that like made me want to pick up a guitar and learn was, uh, I heard sweet child of mine by guns and roses and like Slash's guitar playing. Yeah. And then he has a solo. Dude, just like, as soon as I heard that dude, I was like, I want to do that. I want, I, I need to do that. I want to learn. And I got a guitar for Christmas uh, when I was in like third or fourth grade. Oh, you've been doing you've and been going strong for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah playing guitar for years. Uh, just uh, yeah, the rapping didn't come for a little bit. I started off with guitar, did lessons when I was like ten for about like a year. And then once I knew how to like, like basic stuff, like chords, a little bit of like scales and stuff like that. Like once I can learn things on my own, I just like went on my own with it. And all I wanted to do was just like play guitar, like slash or like, (laughs) I don't know, dude, like, Hey, I was, uh, I listened to a lot of like, uh, at the time, like, uh, Pink Floyd, Aerosmith, like dream, dream on with one of the first riffs I learned, like one of the first songs I learned how to play. Right. Dude, dream on. Hold on. I'm trying to remember. I, dude, I had, I had a guitar. I got a guitar. I'm trying like dream on is hard. Yeah. Like dream that, that was like one of the first songs I like and play. Um, at first, dude, I, I wanted to be a guitar player, like singer. Like, I just wanted to be, like, once I saw, like, rock stars, I was like, like I want to be a rock star. Like, yeah, it's exactly what I want to do. And so, uh, 
I was I was like getting good with guitar and playing a lot. And uh, what's funny is like when I was in first grade, I actually did a show and tell that was like a rap about like or my. It might have been like for health class or something, but first grade I did like a rap for like health, like brush your teeth, take a shower, <laughs> rap about hygiene. They got you rapping about hygiene. You know they gonna get you. But 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 that like that it didn't turn it it didn't turn into anything at the time. Like it didn't go into anything. It was just me like oh like I'll just like put these words together. Right. So when I was playing guitar, like, and learned to write my own stuff, I would write my own songs. And, like, obviously there were songs, like, about nothing because I had no life experience, you know? Like, right. But I'd be able to write songs quick and, like, come up with, like, rhymes, like, pretty quickly, like, even at a young age. And uh, once I got into middle school, my homie uh, David Chief, shout out David Chief, uh, you can find him on Spotify. I got to shout out the homie. Nice. Uh, Lo-Fi producer, DJ out of Vermont, Burlington. He's got like a couple million plays on a few of his songs on uh, Spotify. Like, That's he's, yeah, he's, he's, That's yeah, he, he's doing big things. So yeah, it was, he also was one of the uh, kids who longboarded back in the day. Mm. Yeah. So my small crew of friends, we started like freestyling because he got a Casio, like some Casio 90s piano that you could make beats with that had the wackest presets. Like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was hilarious, dude. So, uh, yeah, he would, we would, uh, just he would play the uh, piano and just like kind of make beats in his room. And we started just like, it would just be us like blazing up like smoking jays and like Good just kind of we would just literally make up rhymes about like things that made us laugh like i don't know like any like any dumb like middle school shit like we were just <laughs> seeing who could come up with like the wittiest like bars to make each other like laugh and like we would roast each other right and yeah, so kind of like the same thing, dude. Like, like the same thing that happened with me, like skating early on was like at the people kind of like people dropped off from it, but I kept it going. And so that's what happened with me. Like a couple of my friends like dropped off from it. Like it went from like all my friends freestyling to just like kind of me. Right. And like, and me just annoying my friends, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, there goes Tim again, spinning another freestyle, you know, like, right. And so, yeah, me and my boy, uh, David Chief, we just kept, like, me and him just kept uh, freestyling. He kept making his beats. And then by, like, eighth grade, summer of eighth grade, like, I started to get pretty, like, decent with it. Like, like you'd be able to throw me on a beat and I can pretty much, like, flow to it. Like, obviously, everybody starts off, like, whack at first. But, like, I started, like, I started learning how to, I started learning how to, like, have, like, rhythm, flow, and, like, throw in some punchlines and, like, make bars kind of, like, flow and sound good. And, uh, yeah, from there, dude, like, like, 
once I like started like kind of knowing like okay like I'm getting pretty good with this like like it was right before I went to high school so like I don't know in my head I was just like yo like if I if I just keep going hard as hell like it's a high school that's a whole crowd of people to be exposed to like I could just come in like that was my thing like yo what's up I'm I'm, I'm Tim I'm Timmy B I rap like and just started getting it going dude and so it started off like cafeteria lunch table wraps kids would throw me their lunch like kids would put like all their snacks in front and i'd go down the lunch table like freestyling about them yeah so i i became that kid just like freestyling at like all the parties and like as much as i could like because i wanted to get better but obviously like Obviously, like, I'm just that, like, long-haired skater kid that's, like, what, freestyling? Like, dude, why are you hey, freestyling you all Yo, the time? Me- Go on, sir. Yeah, so I was just that kid, just, like, always freestyling, like, any chance I could get, like, and there were, like, I don't know, like, even when I was, like, a freshman, sophomore in high school, like, I'd go to a lot of parties, so, like, I just became that kid, like, I'd just be, like... I'd roll up to a party with a couple blunts and like some liquor and like <laughs> get get a little stoozy and like I would just start throwing bars down and right. eventually it went from like me just being some random to like I wouldn't even remember faces and somebody would come up to me like after the weekend and be like, Yo dude, I saw you at that party freestyling, like that was dope, dude. You were like killing it. And what's actually mad funny is when I first started like freestyling in middle school like like i got made fun of so much you know what i mean i got made fun of like for everything i did like i got like picked on a lot especially when i was younger like like that's why i say like the it was like the oh look here 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 he goes again him like freestyling thinking he's gonna do something with it right and so once i got out of middle school and went to high school we were me and a couple of my boys were out in uh, this town around my area called Red Bank. Like at the time, it was like every Friday night, all the kids from my school, like that's where you go, Red Bank. Like it was like along the uh, Daniel Lindsay's area. Yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Daniel Daniel's the homie. I stay with him all the time. Mm. But yeah, exactly. So Red Bank. Uh, that used to be the place to be like for just like us high school kids. Like we would just go there and all chill out, like same thing, drink, get a little stoozy. And, uh, there was one night where there was like, I might be exaggerating, but at, I don't know at, at the time, like, dude, when I was young, it seemed like, it just seemed like hundreds of kids all the time. You just walk through the town and just like hundreds of homies. And so when I started freestyling and like kids started knowing me, I'd go to Red Bank and kids would be like, yo, dude, you got to freestyle for my homies, dude. Like I saw you the other night at this party. Like I was telling my homies, like I started being that dude that like I went from getting made fun of to like people coming up to me. Right on, dude. That's the freestyle. And uh, this one kid, this one dude, uh, actually filmed me filmed the freestyle it was the first time i was ever filmed like rapping like i was like 14 or 15 maybe 
it got it was like he put it on Facebook. It got like a thousand views, like hundreds of comments, nice. and it. But it was all like local people, like local kids. Like it was all kids from my middle school split up into two high schools. So Pretty some similar. kids would go. Yeah, some kids would go to one school, and then uh, some kids would go to the other. And so, all the kids from middle school that would make fun of me were commenting on the video, who is this, who is this? And he tagged my name. Ah, here we go. <laughs> what a hit. And, and then yet, like, I don't know, dude, That it, it taught me early on, it, like, both of those things, like, skating and, like, I don't know. Oh, look, he, look, here he goes again skating or here he goes freestyling. Like it just, it just taught me at a young age. Like, yo, if you just like, if you just keep going, like disregard what people are saying that puts you down. Like if you're just like doing it and want it and love it, like you can make it happen. It doesn't matter what people say. It's like, right. like what it's you actually- do, like click, Hey, click, but it, it taught it, it just taught me that at a young age and I and like I didn't think about it at the time. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like I was reflecting on it at the time. I was just grinding. I was just like as soon as I got that taste of it, I was like, keep going. Right. And so you touch on that a little bit in the out you touch on that the in the outro of the album where you, you you give a little speech and you tell people you tell people like, yo, whatever it is, whatever you got going on. Don't allow people to discourage you. Just do it. Focus on it, and like live what you want to live. Like all the yeah, all because the crazy shit that's going on right now. Yeah, it was like yeah, I'm not. I like I had to believe in myself. Like clearly, no one else around besides like random kids who like knew me. Like oh, dude, that kid freestyles. Like everybody else, all the kids from like that saw that saw me coming up. Like. You know what I mean? It was just like I I had to believe in myself. Like nobody, like nobody else is gonna believe in you if you're not believing in yourself completely. Like so, that's it. Just it it just drove me, dude. I was just like, all right, like I got that taste of it, and like I kept it going. And like when I was sixteen, I did my first show, my first rap show, and I started. I know that shit is nerve wracking. The first show, the first show is like uh, you get the yeah, shakes, so. the sweats. You like you don't have enough water, <laughs> bro. So, oh my god, bro, it was. Tell me, because I it was. Minds. Tell me. <laughs> so, it was nerve. Yeah, nerve wracking, dude. Like I hit up. I like. Once I like got songs established, I was like, okay, I need to email every venue. I need to send them like whatever I can send them. Like I need to get shows. Like I need, like I was doing all this myself, like just emails. Yeah. Just emails from my iPhone. I'd be in school during the day, just like looking up venues in my area. Like, like at that, at that point, school went out the window. I was like, I don't care about this. Like, any like I I need to like it would look like I'm taking notes in class, but I'm right in bars with like a headphone in 
Like, I'm guilty of that one too, bro. Back in the classroom, you know, yo, my English teacher, right? She hooked me up so lovely, bro. She's like, all right, if you could write poems every day for class, I'll give you an A. I was like, uh, <laughs> 16 yeah. 45 minutes. And dude, in high school, all my projects, I would be like, can I do a song? And <laughs> I would film myself. And I would write a rap about like whatever topic it was. Like I did like I did like a rap for Romeo and Juliet. Like it just took over, dude. Like everything. Like I just I was just like figuring out any way I can like I wanna perform and like do music. And so I found eventually from like email and a bunch of like a uh, bunch of like venues and stuff like that. I uh, I found this one dude who was booking shows at this place called uh, the Brighton Bar in uh, Long Branch, New Jersey. A lot of people like kind of like started out there. Like I don't know, it, it was it was just like a like a kind of a shitty like dive bar, but yeah. <laughs> they were still shows happening. Right. And uh, and yeah, dude. So he uh, he actually booked me, and it was like. I would get tickets in the mail and get a whole like manila envelope of tickets and like be hustling them, selling them myself. Like, yo, come to my show, come to my show, come to my show. Like, <clears throat> so my first show, I'm 16, um, at my house, like rehearsing and I'm with all my boys. I'm with like six of my boys, dude, they got me like, they got me liquored up. Like I was like smoking, like, yeah yeah dude i went on stage like stoozy but we hopped in my buddy's like pickup truck it's like six of us and like we're just mobbing yeah dude we're just mobbing to the venue and yeah dude when i when my name got announced like bro like light on you and like there wasn't there wasn't yeah, dude, I, I think there was maybe, like, 15, 20 people in the bar. <laughs> like, that don't maybe. matter. 15, 20 people listening is like, oh, my yeah. God, there's 15, and, 20 people here and, about the hairy suck. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, six, seven of them are, like, my friends. But anyway, it's nerve-wracking. But one, once once I got through the first, like, four or five bars and, like, you I was like, suck. I was like, I'm here. Like, I can do my thing. Like, I'm in it. Yeah. It, it, I think it's like the first few bars when you realize you get people's attention and you realize like, oh, shit, I don't suck. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I uh, once I got through that, once I got through the first four or five bars, like I just kind of started flowing. And even even then, dude, like I just made sure in my head, like I want to like not just do my songs i want to put on a show make sure i'm super inclusive with the audience like really talk to them like we're just like sharing having a conversation like still have have the interactiveness and uh and make sure they know my name like even if i have to say it a bunch of times like make sure like i am bringing something to the stage that you will take away and uh yeah, to this day, my homies still tell me the story. There were, like, these three, like, drunk middle-aged ladies, like, Timmy B, you're dope. Like, they were, like, 50, <laughs> 60 years old. Yeah, dude, like, nice. it was, I, like, I was, and I also, uh, I bought up my guitar, and I did, I played, uh, 
I played, you know, the song Affirmative Action by Nas? Of course. Of course. I played that guitar and wrote my own verse to that. Oh. So that was, that was my way of like, that was my way of being like, okay, hey, I don't just like, I don't just like spit bars over a track. Like, I'm going to bring my guitar out. I'm going to play something live and do it right now. Like, right. That was my way of like bringing something different. Like, oh, he brought a guitar out and rapped. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's unique. Um, it's different. It's not. It's not. Most like here it goes. Most rappers do not know how to play an instrument until like they get late, late into their career of like music. They'll probably learn drums, keyboards, um, maybe the MIDI recorder. But is that really is it an instrument or not an instrument? Because it's a computer. But I consider. It, mm, I can sit in the MIDI box of fucking instrument. You know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna yeah. say that. Like fuck everybody else's opinion of it. It's an instrument, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Yeah, so I don't know, that first show just like I like made sure to like really include the audience and like put on a show, not just like do my songs, like, you know. And uh and yeah, no, at the end of the set, like I got a really good crowd response. It was a mixed crowd of like adults and like young kids. And like, uh, I, I think, I think I made like, I think I made like 50 bucks, like nice. something like that. Like, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, the dude that I went was like, that booked me was like, yo, like I would, I, I will book you for more shows. Like you, you like you're good with like getting the crowd into it and like including like the whole audience, not just like, like not just like an age or like specific, like, right. you know I guess like people who are going, yeah, yeah. That's, I wanted to make sure of that. You know, I want to like entertain, like, right. cause that's what yeah, you have, you have uh, to do that. You have to entertain. Yeah. Yeah. So dude, once I, once I got that taste of like, wow, I can, like, do shows and go perform and, like, get paid for this? Like, what? Yeah, it's wild. I would, that's when I was just, like, like I, yeah, I, I was, like, I got to go record. Like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And then, uh... Right now, you're yeah, out, your so like, you out your first album, right? Yeah, my completely first album. Yeah, like, my first, like, complete full album. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a long it was a long way coming because yeah like yeah that's the thing dude in high school I was working at a grocery store where I'd make like seventy dollars per paycheck and like spend it on like skate stuff weed and like and I would like I didn't have my own recording set up and so I I just didn't record much at the time I just kept like writing and stacking and free like freestyling that was my exposure. Like, yo, you got that was like any chance I get. Yeah. And, uh, later on, like once I got out of high school, um, I started like still doing shows and like actually starting to get in studios and also competed in a couple rap battles. Whoa. And so all that stuff just kind of got me like, I don't know. It was just like, just made me want it so much more. It just got me conditioned, like ready to go. Like, like I went from like being nervous to, 
as soon as I hit the stage, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, right. I know exactly how I'm going to make the shit go. Like, I got real good at reading crowds and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I just kept, I kept working on freestyling, like, as much as I could, kept writing, kept stacking. And then, uh, yeah, up until, up until recently, like, it wasn't until I put out my first album, like, and to be honest with you, it kind of, like, I think it worked out better because, like, I think all of that conditioning to, like, when I put out my first album was, like, that first, like, this album that I just put out, uh, it's called Bitter Cold Night Drives. Um, that's, like, really my first album where, like, I feel like I really took the time and, like, really honed, like, my craft and, like, you can tell so you get I, into it. You can tell. I, I felt good about what I was putting out and like every studio session I was like, dude, yes. Like like, like it, it's hard to it's hard to be satisfied with like your own stuff. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'm so I'm so critical in everything I do. I'm so hard on myself. Like every day I'm always like, I have to do better, I have to do better. Like, nah, like nah, I could do better. I could do I could do so much better. Like Absolutely. that's my my brain's always telling me like you can do better and improve every day. Like, I don't know. It's just this gear in my head. Like, no, it's true, dude. You like it's not, the gear? The gear there is right, man. Like every day you can improve on something. Every single yeah, day. Big, it's big, bigger, bigger, small. I was always like, I was always like, bigger, small. Like improve, just like seek out more every day. Like that's how I was. And uh, yeah, man, it's just like. I went, I, I was in a, like, I was in like a hiatus of not writing from writer's block for like a minute, dude. I was only freestyling, but like, it was where like every freestyle I was like, I was like so confident, like anywhere I went, I was like, oh dude, like I could throw down some bars right now. I'll, I'll like right. anywhere. Freestyling, and, like comparative writing the freestyling, like actually putting your ideas on papers. For me, it's easy to write, put ideas on paper versus freestyling. Yeah, I see, like, the thing was with me, like, I really, like, I would just take, I was just good with taking, like, everything I was feeling at the time, everything that was around me, everything, like, that was an influence and current, and, like, I was just, I was just able to, I would really, like, just put my feeling, like, into the freestyle, like, I was just, it would just come on, it, it wasn't hard to do, you know? Right. Like, it wasn't hard to have, like, cons context to, like, rap about. I would just take exactly how I'm feeling in the moment. Like, if, if some dude's wearing, like, a Yankees hat, I'd throw that in the bars. Like, everything around me I used. Observable rap. Observing, observing the environment, the freestyle to it. Yeah, it gives you ideas. Keep you, keep you on your toes. Keep those words flowing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to lead to the next question, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh... What's the gnarliest experience that you've ever had? In like skating or music or just in general? In general. Gnarliest experience. <sighs> um Oh man. Uh sounds like a man that lived. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'll I'll break it down like this. Like going through like all that skating and music like probably like 
I'm going to say the gnarliest thing that still trips me out is like now I'm like, I'm a skateboarding instructor. I teach kids like how to skate and get paid, make money. Like I have my own business for it. And seeing everything come from when I started, how young, like, to everything that's happened now to like now um been skating for faceplant for years like doing music with skate the cape and being able to do both of the things i love in one place like on one platform that like i always got told you can't do both you can't do both focus on one but the gnarliest experience probably it's just seeing all that like turn into what I have now. Like you couldn't have told like eight year old me that I was going to be getting paid for skateboarding. Like I went from, I went from not having time to do any of this to like always like stressing about time and like figuring out when I could do this to now I have like, now I have all the time I skate all day and, get paid for it and like i don't i don't reflect on it until i'm talking about it because i'm always just like go 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 right but i guess that yeah just seeing seeing everything i really believe in people can say and talk whatever whatever but if you just disregard and proceed like seeing like I, i i don't take the time enough to like really reflect and appreciate like how far I've come because I'm always like, I could do more, but I guess seeing it all unfold in front of you, like what I've kind of planned for years, I guess. Like you, you don't, you don't notice it because you're in it and just, and life, like all the experiences and just seeing it all unfold in front of you. And now, to where it is now like i i get paid for skateboarding and that's my job i skate every day because i'm teaching kids and i just i just grew up being told that i would never like you're never going to do anything with it and so just seeing it all come back and like i don't know like i'm not done by any means and i have so much progression to still do like i'm still i still want to improve i'm still learning new tricks today but like I don't know. I, it's not, not until I talk about it with someone to where like I really reflect on it and like gives me a, like a gratefulness and a huge appreciation. So seeing it, seeing it come full circle from me thinking even when I was young, like if you keep doing this, you'll be there. Yeah. And like I'm still not fully where I want to be, but I, I'm I feel like I'm in a pretty damn good place, and I awesome. feel like blessed, awesome. appreciated, you know. Awesome, awesome, very awesome, dude. Um, the last question, yo, top five dead or alive MCs, go, let's go. Oh man! All right, no judgment. Uh, no judgment, by the way, no judgment. Like this is the hip hop head. One hip hop head to another head. I have no judgment on your top five. We'll talk about that okay. another day. <laughs> All right. 
this is this is not in order. Uh, I don't have an order, but my top five would probably be like uh, Redman mm. for sure, Nas, uh, Biggie, of course, Biggie Smalls. Is that three, four? That's three. That's three. Tupac for sure, and uh, Eminem. Like, yeah, I came up like when I heard Eminem and saw him in rap battles and his freestyles, and like also like he, dude. A lot of people don't know this. Biggie, Biggie was hot on the freestyles. That Biggie was so hot at freestyle. Yeah, he was hot, slaughtering fools. So I got a story. Yo, I got a story for you. I met Method Man one day, right? What? Dude, I started crying. I had this <laughs> dream. <laughs> yeah, bro. I started crying, son. So I had this whole, like, you know how, like, when you meet somebody who taught, like, you studied these MCs all your life. And then when you finally meet them, you had this envision, like, I'm about to spit the, like, the LS balls in front of this person. And it's like. I met dude and it's like meeting my like a teacher that you've never met before and it's like been giving you all this education. You finally meet him. It's like oh my god, and just, I just fell apart, just fell apart, bro. And I was just like yo, you taught me every fucking ball format I know. Eminem is another one I probably fall apart too because I I studied that guy and and how he lays his balls yep. down. That shit is wild. So one of the rap battles I did, uh, one of the like judges was uh young z and yeah he act he actually got on the mic he's like yo y'all gotta watch out for this white boy like <laughs> like yeah dude like like he was with like like eminem was rapping with him like that back in the day like right young yeah young z like I, I don't know i was like tripping out and i actually like got to talk to him and, like have a conversation with him like it was like it was yeah, it was cool, man. And I yeah, Red Man's got to be on the list because Brick good. City, Jersey, like like classic Jersey MC. Like yeah, yeah, Bro, you know. If anybody sleeps on Red Man, is a fool. Oh my god! As as soon as he says like one, as soon as you hear his voice and flow, you're like Red Man. Like that's that's what I love. You yeah. just know. Yeah, and ball yo, he's another one with that ball format, man. Like dude. I, the whole the whole Muddy Waters album, like that's my shit. I'm gonna go listen to that again. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a minute. Now you bring it up, like, see, now I'm be skating with that album in my air all week. Dude, that's wild. The best skate music. Can't lie, that's a fact. But yo, dude, I'm gonna let you go. Um, thank you for coming on the show. Before you go, shout out your Insta, whatever you got to shout out. Say what you got to say. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I got to shout out Faceplant Board Riders. I've been a team rider since 2017. Shout out Rob Wheeler. Um, shout out all the Faceplant homies. Go check out faceplantboardriders.com. Uh, check out our clothing selection, our board selection. We just released a couple new boards. Also, check out, uh, we have a skate event coming up, Skate the Cape in Cape Henlope in Delaware. It's a full weekend of live music and skating. Um, that is going to be 
November 5th through the 7th. I think I already said that, but... No, you didn't say the dates. The time, the date, though. You said the date, okay. but you said November 5th to the 7th. We got that. Hey. Okay. November 7th. If you go on the Faceplant Board Riders Instagram, it's just Faceplant Board Riders. You can find all the information out. If you're trying to get into skating or just be around, be around these events, live music, full weekend of camping, skating, definitely grab some tickets to skate the Cape. Right on. Your Insta? Don't forget your Insta. Um, my Instagram is uh, Bonus underscore Clyde underscore Smithsonian. <laughs> the Bonus got me. The Bonus got me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, he's I was with my homie one day. We were just we were spitting him out, and he was like, "Bro, Smithsonian," and then I was like, "Bonus." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> use, use Bonnie's full name, Bonus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Bonnet under Clyde underscore Smithsonian. And you can find all of my skateboarding and music stuff just right there. You don't have to go to any other pages. It's all all right there. Right. Right on, right on. Dude, again, it's a pleasure. Thank you for talking, man. I'll I'll see no. you at the cave. Ah uh, yeah, dude. I appreciate you. Thanks for uh, thanks for letting me come on. Uh, I you can you can tell that I obviously talk a lot. Um, nah, no <laughs> dude. You know how to, you know how to hold the conversation. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I I appreciate you for letting me come on, dude. Like, really, I I like I see what you're doing. You're killing it with this. Dude. Like, I'm on, dude. I can't wait to hear more of the podcast, and I definitely can't wait to see you at Skate the Cape, bro. It's gonna be. Full music lineup, and I've been working on a lot of new tricks and runs. So. Nice. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your All right, bro. Good night. Take it easy. Peace.